From points across California and beyond, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 173 for the week of August 1st, 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell. I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, and Michael Bowling. In this week's show, Mary Jo talks about her visit to Old Town San Diego, and we have part two of our conversation with Dizzer John Thompson, who's planning a trip to Southern California with his buddy. All that plus this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Disboards Thread of the Week on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello everyone. Hey, Kongaloosh! <laughs> we're, hey, we're, we're on all kinds of remote locations. I am in Bellingham, Washington, getting ready to board the Disney Wonder tomorrow. Oh, I am so underneath the, I am underneath the fireworks headboards at the Disneyland Hotel. Nice, and poor Mary Jo and Michael. Anybody want to hear a story time with Cinderella? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good, actually. Thanks, though. <laughs> um... So by the by the time the show goes up, I will be in the middle of my Alaska cruise. I like I said, we're really really excited. Um, just want to a recommend fabulous pair of newlyweds with you. Yeah, we are. Yes, congratulations to them. Um, just wanted to mention, I, you know, most people probably know this, but if you're going on a Disney cruise and you're a Dizzer, make sure you visit the meets threads. And find them. There's always a thread for each individual cruise. Go on there, and you can meet pre pre meet dizzers that are going on your cruise, and you know get into the fish extender groups and any meets that are planned on board. And it's just it's a good time. You know, you you go on, get on the ship, knowing a hundred of the people traveling. So it's it's really kind of fun. We have I think 24 cabins on the fish extender list. Uh, like. 80, 85, 80, something like that, people. So, wow. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a good time. Um, any housekeeping? Mm. I have a quick one. I'm not sure how we missed this, but as of like June, early June, the World of Color picnic package has been discontinued. Woo, oh, we did miss yeah. that. Yeah, I heard about that. that. Yeah, mm. so that is no longer an option. So if you want to eat and or to, if you want to not have to worry about getting a fast pass in the morning, your only options are Wine Country, Carthay, and Ariel's, at least through the summer. So. I believe that area now is back to being a wine yeah. bar and a yep. beer yeah. bar, isn't it? Yes, that's, yeah. that's sort of this, like Sonoma Terrace or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anybody else have housekeeping? Um, I, I just have a quick one. Well, you go, go ahead, ahead, Nancy. Since no, you there. go ahead. You go ahead. Okay, I just have a quick one. Um, through the through this weekend, the limited time magic going on is the uh, monstrous ice cream Sundays at Disneyland and Walt Disney. Well, we don't care about Walt Disney World, but so another Dis- another repeat. Okay. Yeah, another repeat. But dang, those ice creams look really. Yeah. I mean, those ice cream treats look yeah. really, really good. We'll try one tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'll be here for the next. I'll be here Monday and Tuesday this week. So cool. What else you got, Nancy? Um. In regards to limited time magic, mm-hmm. limited time crap, um, okay. 
this week. Um, another thing that kind of snuck in there after we taped last time and snuck back out today, yeah. the day we're taping, um, was Limited Time Magic Christmas in July. Right. Yeah, how creative. So, yes. I know, really. Well, they offered the um, they offered the demi tosses, but with a strawberry dessert for the oh, summer. Okay. Nice. Um, oh, so you could cool. get the refreshing. Mickey, you could get the Mickey demi toss that we always talk about at the holiday time, and if you go to one of our holiday blogs, you'll see a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also had some gingerbread items at the Carnation Cafe, and the Gibson girl this week had. I don't know why this is your favorite ice cream, Tom. Peppermint. Peppermint fudge sundaes yeah. in a take-home Gibson Girl glass. Nice. So it's a Gibson Girl Pilsner, mm-hmm. basically, heavy plastic. It's a really nice glass. It's the only reason I got it. Um, frankly, the sundae was really bad. Really? Nikki really liked hers. I didn't like it at all. Huh. It, the, is that the peppermint, peppermint? The peppermint was really chemically, artificially tasting. Yeah. Well, yeah, like no, that, that makes me re- think of peppermint Pepto-Bismol, mm, yeah. and it just, it's not good. <laughs> it's just not I'm good. Gonna, I had I'm, a hard time keeping it I'm down. I'm going to need lots of Pepto-Bismol this week. <laughs> oh, I bet you will, <laughs> eating all that rich cruise food. Oh, yeah. yeah I've, been stretching so, my, I've been stretching my stomach in preparation. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nancy. No, no, that's okay. We've all been hearing about your stomach stretching. Good, thanks. Now, do you, oh you, you know, you can fix that with a little cocoa butter. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Says the mom. <laughs> um, anybody else have housekeeping? Um, I had another one, but I can't remember what um, it was. I want to mention the uh, Adventures by Disney Backstage Magic trips for 2014. There's still availability on the February uh, adventure. That's February 17th through the 22nd, which is which um, rules, you know, is, is near the uh, President's Day holiday, so you may be able to get there without taking as many days off. Um, that is uh, $2,579 double occupancy. Uh, kids are 2449 Single room would be $3,609. Um, again, that's the Backstage Magic that has, what, three nights, don't know, sorry, two nights in Hollywood, and three nights at the Grand Californian, plus a lots and lots of backstage opportunities. So it, it's a good time is had by all. Um, don't forget chat nights. Wednesdays at 9 p.m. If you Pacific. want to get Pacific, yes. Well, actually, does the Orlando team has theirs at 9 p.m. Eastern. So show up at 9 p.m. either way, and you should find somebody there. I'm usually there throughout the night. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. Um, if you want to get links to our shows or anything we talk about, that's at www.disunplugged.com. Um, anything else? I, I Remember to, something. Yeah, go ahead, Michael. Our D23 Expo Dis Unplugged podcast oh, meetup. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Which yes. is Thursday, Thursday, August 8th at okay. the Grand Californian Hearthstone Lounge at 5 p.m. We're going to meet in the outside, the outdoor um, lounge. Okay, like it's the the fireplace, the backside. Of the I think it's called basically. the Summer Porch. I think it's called the Summer Porch. That makes it sound uh, so much nicer. I've never heard anyone call it that, but I know that's what it is on the map. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, there we go. So show up. Mm-hmm. Get, order your blue teenies, and yes. we'll have a grand time getting ready for the Woo-hoo. D23 Expo. Yes, definitely. 
And we'll, and we'll all have people to talk to while we're waiting in the lines. Um, also, make mm-hmm. sure that you are subscribed to the Diz live stream channel. Just saying. Because you never know. Never know what could come out of the expo. And if you miss that and you want to meet other Dizzers, too, um, on Saturday, I'll actually be, be there with a whole bunch of other Dizzers. We are going to try and get ourselves into the Once Upon a Time ABC um, room. And uh, I think that's up in uh, 23. Something like that, 23 or 28. I think it's in 23 okay. uh, is what they put in the okay. in the app. Okay. So so yeah, a bunch of us are going to be up there rocking it out with Kitsis and Horowitz. Okay. So yay! Um, make sure you subscribe to all of our Twitter feeds. Uh, those are in the show notes page on uh, dizaplug.com. Also, make sure you uh, subscribe to the Diz uh, Twitter account because I may tweet, you know, I'm over at such and such, come meet me, or something like that, so. Oh, that'd be fun. We could have some, you know, we got, we've still got that big giant bag of baby things mm-hmm. to give away. Cool. So, that might be uh, something to think about. Yep. Awesome. Oh, um, and, you know what, they should leave us reviews on iTunes. Yes, definitely, definitely. And let us, let us have some news. Tony's at, Tony's on he is over he is working hard so we're gonna keep his traveling a lot so we're gonna head on without him again um first news story the disneyland resort will keep its ban on segways now that an appeals court has rejected a disabled woman's lawsuit woohoo sorry not for I her thought a, i thought that that was a bad plan it did to have those at disneyland because it's too crazy. The state's 4th District Court of Appeal decided last week that Disney can prohibit segways because they are unsafe inside the theme park. A, la- a lawsuit had said that the ban discriminates against disabled visitors. Tour mm-hmm. participants and guides cruised through D- California Adventure in 2007 when a before-hours tour was offered. Disneyland no longer offers that tour, and segways are now banned inside the park. In 2017, a bawman who has a type of muscular dystrophy sued the company because she couldn't use her Segway at Disneyland where she had planned to celebrate her daughter's 8th birthday. The Segway, which the rider stands on while it scoots along, was her preferred transportation because of a limited walking ability. Um, let's see. I lost my, lost my place. Disney produced expert evidence to the effect that segways pose a substantial risk of injury in the crowded confines inside the park due to the vehicle's design, the ruling said. Bauman did not counter this evidence with expert evidence of her own. Disney has since developed its own four-wheel standing scooter that can be used by disabled visitors as an alternative to segways. Disneyland Resort has a few of those vehicles available for Disney for disabled visitors, said my good friend Susie Brown, <laughs> Disney Resort spokesman. Um, Disney employees are allowed to use segways behind the scenes for their jobs, but they can't take them into public access areas of the parks. So I, I'm hoping this is the end of it, but I'm, I'm. It would be nice if it was the end of it. Yeah, but it probably won't be. She'll probably try and yeah, appeal it again. Appeal it up, up another level. So. I was looking forward to taking a Segway through Adventureland at the end of Phantasmic. Nice. Just right through yeah, there. there you go. Up yeah, Main that, Street. Yes. That would have been great. Yes. 
<laughs> Adventureland, yes. That's, you are that's, a rascal. That's, that's, that's <laughs> rascal, huh? Um, He's a feisty old dude, isn't he? That is that is the place for segues, yes. Oh my gosh! So, yeah, so that, it was just a bad plan. I yeah. can just see so many people getting hurt by somebody who lost their balance on a right, segway. Right. Yep. Um, I wouldn't want to take that up if it was my business. I wouldn't want to take that risk. And the only thing that kind of disappoints me a little bit about that at all would be um, if they never bring back the segway tours. Right. Yeah. Because those were so much fun. I love Segway but, but now DCA is opening so much earlier, so much earlier than mm-hmm. they used to, so it may be hard to get an EVA four hours tour. Yeah, you know, they, it's just they can't do it. I mean, the way they get around that NEPCOT is the fact that the back the half showcase, of the park yeah. isn't open till yeah. late, and that's where they take them. Yep. Um, so. Jack Bergen, our resident, uh, attorney. Legal correspondent. Legal correspondent, yeah. Uh, did, did a blog on this, so I'll make sure I put that in the show notes. A link to that he did multiple notes. blogs on this, yeah, so sure you did. can track the whole story from the beginning <laughs> via Jack's blogs. Alright, and, and in lighter news, more than 3,700 baseball fans have boarded the Angels Express bus for round trips so far this season, according to the head of Anaheim Resort Transportation. The, f- the free shuttle service launched for the first time in April, offering round trips rides from downtown Disney, the convention center, and Garden Walk to the ballpark every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday when the Angels were in town. The weekend service will be offered again next year, but it's unclear whether it will become daily. A similar express service is expected to start before the uh, during the Ducks ho- uh, hockey season, said art spokesman Todd Priest. The shuttles are funded by a $127,000 Grant that was awarded by the South Coast Air Quality Management District. Um, and, and I know we had a we had Tony try that and it didn't go so well. But <laughs> this is a, I mean it's it's an option for for fans that are staying locally and want want to go to the game and not have to worry about parking. Uh, train tickets, oh, train tickets. Oh, Mesterlink. No, I'm, I'm, uh, no, the art costs what three bucks each way, five bucks. Mm-hmm. For Three bucks each way. Yeah, so it's it's cheap if it's just a couple of you. If it's more than a couple of you, take a taxi. Cheaper than parking. Cheaper than parking, yep. All right, and that is the news. Time for rapid fire. Let's start with Mary Jo. Well, this um, beginning November 15th. The, um, long ways away. Oh, sorry, it is a long ways, but you know it'll be here before we know it. Woo-hoo, Christmas in July. Christmas, Christmas in November. But anyway, over at California Adventure, the World of Color is going to be debuting Winter Dreams. And the Winter Dreams will feature scenes from um, such Disney films as Bambi, Fantasia, Toy Story, um, and upcoming animated movie called Frozen. And they will all be in the, uh, well, he, a character um, from Frozen will be hosting the holiday show. Mm-hmm. So, it's nice to see that California Adventure is going to be expanding the Christmas um, mm-hmm. treats. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Was there a Christmas or holiday scene in Toy Story? Um, no. No. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense then. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. <laughs> you know, didn't they have prep and landing in it last year or the year before? Yeah, yeah, they did last Both couple probably. years. Yeah. yeah. Well, they say winter scene, so there must be a winter scene. Maybe it's like a hidden maybe, winter maybe scene. Maybe it's new animation. It's probably new animation from Frozen. Yeah. Well, but maybe for, for the other movies. Yeah. 
Oh, you know what? They could be they could be pulling animation from, from that quality holiday. production. Bell's Christmas something oh, or other. Yes. Oh, I remember <laughs> that. What about the Hawaiian vacation? There was snow in that in that Toy Story short, right? Oh yeah. Remember they go out into the snow and fall in. Oh, that's true. So, yeah, there you go. I, I just solved your problem. All right, thank you, Mary Jo. Uh, Michael, what do you got? All right. Well, I have a lot of information about D23 Expo. Oh, is that coming up? That is coming up, awesome. Tom. Isn't that just a little thing? <laughs> it is. So, it, it, there's, it, there's been a lot of announcements, and so these are some of the highlights of what they've talked yeah. about as of today. <laughs> so, the probably... The biggest thing, well, some of the biggest things is um, they did announce that the grand opening will be a welcome from Disney chairman and CEO Bob Iger. You might remember at the last expo, he was actually on a planned family vacation, and so he had a recorded introduction, which sort of left people with a bad yeah, taste because they thought this is supposed to this be the too- biggest event for fans. <laughs> it's only three days every two years. Two and years he, ahead of time, yeah. You yeah, think he, he could, yeah. He couldn't plan around it. Mm-hmm. So apparently this time he did plan around it. So he will be there. Yeah, okay. And two of the big arena shows have been announced, and I know this. these are the ones people get really excited about. Art and Imagination Animation at the Walt Disney Studios is Friday, August 9th at 10 a.m. Disney and Pixar Chief and Creative Officer John Lasseter is going to talk about the Walt Disney Studios' um, slate of upcoming animated features, and that's going to include Frozen, that we were just talking about, Pixar's um, The Good Dinosaur, and plus the U.S. debut of a new Mickey Mouse short, Get a Horse. There's also going to be other major film announcements, and they say a not-to-be-missed live musical performance. Ooh. Like, I'm looking forward to that. Maybe it's a whole bunch of poppins dancing. Um, <laughs> and then Let the Adventure Begin, um, live action at the Walt Disney Studios. This will be on Saturday, August 10th. This is the Walt Disney Studios chairman, Alan Horn, is going to talk about the live action films that are coming up, including Disney Saving Mr. Banks, uh, the film Tomorrowland, Marvel's Thor, The Dark World, and much more. And usually in both of these, there's a lot of surprise appearances by some of the actors and voice actors and things like that. So, Did they list times for them? Did they list times for those yet, Michael? Yeah, yes, um, 10 a.m. for on Friday, August 9th for the animation one, and Saturday, August 10th at 10.30 a.m. for the live action studio. Oh, that's nice. And believe me, these conflict with all kinds of yeah, things. There's, there's, oh, yeah. There's, the way the schedule's laying out now, there's lots of crisscrossing. Yeah. Let's get us sponsors, 10 a.m., save Henry. Yeah, but that also... That's the hashtag. That's that, the hashtag. That also runs into another major... I think does that run into, it runs into Disney Legends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it does. So it, it's a tough yeah, choice. Tough choice. For folks. There's a lot of tough choices yeah. this Luckily, year. Luckily, most of those new legends are dead. No. <laughs> well, I'm just saying the celebrity, the, the amount of celebrity portion, mm-hmm. power between one to the other is... Yeah. And I didn't mean be, that as horribly as that sounded because it did sound pretty bad. Go ahead, Michael. It, it, it's going to be tough to top last last Expo's legends. Yeah, yeah. 
anyway, with all the, the voice actresses and the princesses singing. So, anyway, Disney Consumer Products has a lot of stuff going on. They're going to be celebrating Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars. Um, you're going to be able to see a lot of the new toys coming out that we've talked about on the show. Um, there's a Disney Princess Ariel themed Sephora pop up shop. Um, <gasps> so- no way! Yes, way. Um, Sephora Pro Artist and Manicurist are going to give attendees the royal treatment with products from the Disney Ariel Collection by Sephora. And get this, you're going to have to get two of these. The collection is going to be available for purchase with an exclusive D23 Expo-only Swarovski Crystal-Encrusted Ariel Compact Mirror. Get get them now before they're on eBay. And then... And for every complimentary beauty service, you can get Ariel Starfish hair clips while supplies last. Um, wow. I'm so, going to need a Manny by then, I know. A Manny? What's his name? Candy. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, some other things they're going to show is a lot of... Um, the animation storyboard concepts, things like that from Frozen. Um, they're going to have Spider-Man this year as part of Marvel. So look for that coming out with a lot of Spider-Man products. Of course, Star Wars is going to be there. Something I'm going to avoid at all costs. Find your voice with The Little Mermaid, a karaoke experience. Awesome. Celebrating the music from the film. Have fun. Um, Don't we already do that down uh, pa- down past the Beast Library? Yeah, yes. In California Venture. Yeah, well, I guess it was real popular. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Disney Interactive is having its first arena presentation on Sunday, August 11th. It's called To Infinity and Beyond, Disney Interactive Takes Stage. And they're going to look at the division's upcoming slate of games, apps, and online shows, including, okay, it is worth going just for this. The world premiere of Blank, a Vinylmation love story. (laughs) The highly anticipated upcoming web series based on the Vinylmation franchise. (laughs) So is Uh, there going to be Vinylmation sex? (laughs) You know... I'm, you know, is it a soap opera? Is Doctor Vinyl going to play? You know, going to be attending Lady Nation? Do they have latex allergies? Um, <laughs> what? Wow! Continue, please. <laughs> well, um, and 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 are there there? Uh, no, continue, what is please. It? <laughs> Aren't there They're, bonus like little you know surprise ones in every package? You get bonus, wow. right? Yes, bonus. Um, I couldn't remember what it was called. I'm sorry. Yeah. Also, there's a new game, a new announced video game they're going to be um, premiering there, Fantasia Music Evolved, and there's going to be a live performance from Disney Chamber Ensemble. There, also, Disney Infinity is going to have a whole lot of giveaways. I think, Tom, you had mentioned yep. something. They're going yeah. to be giving away a lot of figures. They, yeah, everybody gets a figure. Yeah, so I mean, anyway. I think, I think they may have said exclusive figure, but I'm, I'm not sure about that. Do they have any tweet? Um, do they have any Twitter um, things to follow? Because usually, don't they yes. tweet out when they're going to do the giveaway? No, no, it's during this presentation. Oh, during the presentation. Yes, yeah. Everybody who attends the presentation gets a figure. So everybody who tells everybody else to go kiss off, so they can come there and get a figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So only the um, Vital Nation true addicts will be there. Right. Um, something cool that they do every year is the volunteers program mm-hmm. um, is there. They're going to celebrate their 30th anniversary, and they always invite the fans there to do something for the community. This year, what you're going to be able to do is create healthy snack packs for a local food bank, and they're going to be distributed through the Los Angeles um, Regional Food Bank. Also, you can plant seeds for school and community vegetable gardens, and the they're going to prepare um, vegetable and herb seedlings that will later be distributed to nearby school and community gardens. Also, you have the opportunity to assemble um, creativity kits for children. Um, you can join the first book and boys and girls club, and you can decorate and fill these creativity kits with school supplies and Disney books for thousands of children heading back to school this fall. And so that's um, that's something really cool. They're also going to have a virtual scavenger hunt that will lead you through the expo looking for fun facts. And it's also part of the D23 Expo app that I'll talk about in just a few moments. Um, Nancy, you already mentioned this. Once Upon a Time fan. Jolly Roger! Yes, executive producers Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz will be featured at a panel titled ABC's Once Upon a Time Behind the Fairy Tale. This is Saturday, August 10th at 1 p.m. on Stage 23. They're going to talk about um, Season 3 of the hit series as well as their new fall series, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, Wonderland. which takes place in Victorian England of Alice. And the strange new land that exists on the other side of the rabbit hole. And this is going to be moderated by D23 and friend of the Diz, Jeffrey Epstein. And also you can come, um, go to the D23 Expo show floor and come aboard the Jolly Roger for a good time with some of your favorite fairy tale characters from the hit series. Um, You can also see some of the original props from the set. You're also going to find Snow White, Prince Charming, the Evil Queen, Captain Hook, and Emma Swan. And um, you also, every pirate that boards the ship gets to visit the Evil Queen's vault. And a surprise awaits you when you unlock a box from Regina's Wall of Arts. You get to pull out one of the many, oh, there were so many, I don't know them all. (laughs) No (laughs) pirate. And no pirate will leave empty-handed. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some cool once swag. And also, do you have a note about there about the cool part of the coolest thing about that? What is that? Um, D23 attendees will get to premiere or sneak preview the first episode of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Oh, very cool. And, you know, you bring up a good thing is that at a lot of these events, there are giveaways. You might get a poster. You might get you might get something, especially at some of the arena events for the studio presentations. But also just going around the expo floor at a lot of the pavilions, they do giveaways every hour. um, You know, of of multiple items that if you keep going back, you can get different things. So, Keep uh, an eye out for their signs of uh, following them on Twitter because mm-hmm. a lot of times they'll tweet out when they're going to do a giveaway. I remember Disney last one, excuse me, last one, Disney Interactive um, had a tweet out every like half an hour or something and they were giving away all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Cool. 
Phineas and Ferb fans, Dr. Jason Schmertz is going to take over D23's Expo with his Waffleinator. Yes. This is a huge 40-foot high interactive game combining physical and digital worlds and simulated waffles. In an, uh, is that nice. from Roscoe's? In an epic showdown <laughs> to free Agent P from the clutches of Dr. Doofenshmirtz. So Children of all ages can hop aboard and wield the life-size invention to play the Phineas and Ferb Waffleinator Challenge. Um, a few other things going on. There's going to be a display of exclusive gowns inspired by Disney's iconic princesses. They're going to make their U.S. debut at the D23 Expo in the Treasures of the Walt Disney Archive exhibit. These are designs by world-leading designers, and they'll be available for viewing. Um, I, I could read all of these designers, but I, I have no idea who they are, Definitely. except Oscar de la Renta and Valentino. I've actually heard of those. Uh. Um, also, there's going to be – I guess these were originally um, in the window displays of Harrods in London. Right. So also there's going to be costumes from like Once Upon a Time and other mm-hmm. things there. Also, um, D23 announced two additional presentations, um, Well, uh, but then they list three. Um, one is uh, they're going to have the chief archivist emeritus, um, Dave Smith, is going to host behind the scenes of Walt Disney's Mary Poppins. Um, we're going to learn the complete story of how Walt Disney first discovered the book, worked on the script with author P.L. Travers, Travers, and brought in the Sherman Brothers to write the score how they selected the cast, oversaw the filming, and then how they celebrated at the Gala Hollywood premiere. Beautiful. So that's and that. so they'll know exactly right. how saving Mr. Banks varies from the truth. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I suspect that's exactly why they're doing this. Exactly. Um, do, this is one that's interesting because I've I've I have I've downloaded some of these um recordings from iTunes. And this is Secrets of the Lost Chords. Um, Randy Thornton, who's a um, Grammy Award-winning producer and resident Disney music historian, is going to reveal some of the secrets behind Disney's lost songs written for classic Disney films by legendary Disney composers. These were lost for decades, but now they're bringing them back out of the archives and recording them as they were meant to be. And so I've bought a couple of them, and I think I've talked about them on the show before. So that would be an interesting one. Also, um, those of you who have been on the Diz's um, Backstage Magic Tours might know Stacia Martin. She's a Disney artist and historian. She's presenting Sounds Delightful, an illustrated audio adventure. She is going to take guests on an, on an entertaining trip across the Disney decades via vintage Disney vinyl recordings. So you're going to be able to hear a lot of... Um, rare and promotional and production tracks, including never-before-heard musical moments from Walt Disney's own journey down the yellow brick road. Um, We already mentioned that uh, we talked about in our interview with Jeffrey Epstein a couple weeks ago about the D23 app that's now available. You can download it free from iTunes and Google Play stores. 
Um, it has the most up-to-date schedules, sneak peeks at merchandise and collectibles. Um, there's a map of the show floor, lots of Disney trivia from Dave Smith, uh, bios of everybody, all the talent that's going to be there. There's a D23 photo booth where you can take photos and then add little features to them. There's a scavenger hunt and all kinds of things. And they're adding a lot of items to it every day. I was hoping they'd have it for the iPad so that I could see some of the images a little better, but it's only it's I could only download it to my iPhone. There's also a sweepstakes that D twenty three members can enter called Off the Map. Um, there's going to be twenty five D twenty three member winners and their guests where if you win you'll be invited to um, visit four of the park's little scene attractions. Um, you'll get to go into Walt's private apartment. Um, you'll be able to ride the Lily Bell VIP parlor car. Um, you can go to the Circle D Ranch, you know, pet the friendly goats, and see the horses that carry us down Main Street, USA. And also go into the Disneyland Dream Suite above nice. Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, D23 members can enter now. Um, and through August 23rd at d23.com, you do have to register onto D23, you know, enter your membership number and all of that so that that sweepstake is displayed. So, um, so definitely go in and enter that. And then if you're a winner, be sure you invite your favorite Disneyland podcast team go. to join you. Just a reminder, the D23 Expo is from August 9th to 11th at the Anaheim Convention Center, which is just a short walk from Disneyland. For more information, go to the D23 Expo website. Um, we'll have a link to that website in our show notes. I am so excited, and I just can't hide it. I'm looking forward to seeing you all at the Expo. Excellent. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Nancy. Okay. Well, we just happened to be at Legoland uh, a couple days ago, and I've got a couple new updates from Legoland. Awesome. First off, those of you going to the parks through August 24th, this is a really good one, but you have to be really careful. Kids eat free after 5 p.m. That is awesome because, frankly, one of the biggest things I noticed when I went to Legoland, that their food was more expensive than Disneyland. Wow. That's sense. I mean, seriously, almost $9 for a kid's meal. Wow. And the average adult meal is like fourteen. Was there an? In, it was that better quality, and that's why. That was some of it. Some of it was, but some of it wasn't. I mean, this is even a hamburger or chicken nuggets. Well, the chicken nuggets are actually chicken tenders or hot dog, and plain old ordinary hot dog. So yes, they offer um, like the Honest Aid organic juice drinks as part of their thing and and they really ha- seem to have a healthier focus at Legoland they have more places where you can get a nice selection but those places are also designed where it's really easy to upcharge yourself you know desserts laid out as a buffet in buffet style where you just go and you pick one up and put it on your plate you know scoop it onto your plate and you don't realize exactly how much money you're spending to get through. (laughs) (laughs) So, that in mind, um, this is actually a really good deal, but it's at limited restaurants. The Walk and Bowl Ramen, Pizza Pasta Buffet, Funtown Market, Garden Restaurant, and Knight's Table Barbecue only. So, um, it's limited time. Um, 
Kids receive one free kids meal with the purchase of one full price adult entree. So, good to know. We accidentally yep. screwed ourselves out of that the other Oops. day. The other thing um, is they're starting to promote their brick or treat party nights, okay. Saturday nights in October. Okay. It, and they ha- it's one of the few times they actually have fireworks. Oh wow! At okay. the parks, at the park, because you know that park closes at eight o'clock. Yeah, locks up tighter than a drum, and the shops stay open a little bit later. So, keep in mind, there's some really good deals you can get right now um, with Legoland as far as that goes. So, oh, and Shutterfly, I almost forgot. They uh, gave us a thing for a free Shutterfly 8x8 photo book. It's nice. a $30 value. Yeah, and basically, get started at Shutterfly.com slash Legoland. Nice. And they have a little cur- It's They've got a thing. You scratch it. Um, it's a scratch off with a code. Nice. So valid until November 30th, 2013. Wow. Cool. So, yeah. Consider that. Pretty yeah. awesome. Thank you, Nancy. Um, I'll go next. I guess I will go next because I'm the last one. Um, mm-hmm. Disneyland okay. Resort has extended their military special offers until September 25th of 2014. Yeah. Uh, you know, this includes special discounts on up to 40% on select resort hotels on select days. And, of course, the three-day park hopper. Uh, the, par- the park hopper is actually increasing by about $4.00. Uh, effective August 12th. Um, the current offer expired in September, but August 12th it switches to the new offer. So it's going to be $129 for a three-day park hopper. Uh, that's limit six, and that's for active and retired U.S. personnel or their spouse. And again, like I said, that the new offer expires September 25th, 2014. Uh, to take advantage of it, you can visit your military base, or you can actually just purchase them in person at the Disneyland Resort ticket booths. So that's really cool. Also, people were asking on the boards about um, whether the military person has to be with you, and yes, they do. Um, They definitely ask for ID the first time the tickets are used. So make sure that your military family member is with you when you use those tickets. But I'm I'm just glad to see that they keep extending that offer. That's I don't know, they've been doing that for years, so it's, it's a good thing. Um, time for the Thread of the Week. Mary Jo? This week's Thread of the Week uh-huh. is one that was by Bone Daddy on the Diz. Okay. He's been with us since June of 2009, and he put up a throat, uh, a throat. He put yeah, up that a... too. I love that he's Bone Daddy. <laughs> Now, now. Oh, sorry about that, guys. Um, we put up a thread called, Which Attractions or Shows Choke You Up at the Disneyland Resort? Oh, man. He says, he goes, Okay, so I'm usually one to keep my emotions in check. It's kind of necessary pursuing a career in the medical field. But Disney has an uncanny ability to break through my sentimental barriers. For example, I get choked up every time I see Mickey's Magic. Wishes Fireworks, it's that song that gets me. And the Osborne Lights, again, specifically a song, Carol of the Bells. Since my first Disneyland Resort trip is merely a week away, I wanted to know if anyone had attractions or shows that induce similar emotional responses at Disneyland Resort. I can imagine this being a bit difficult for some to admit, but if there's anywhere that we can wear our emotions on our sleeve, it's Disney. And so people have responded telling... um, 
different attractions and and um, locations at the park um, that get to them. So I'll just read a couple, and then I'm going to go around the uh, virtual uh, West I'm Coast a, room. Yes, I, I'm actually at a round table. Weird. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> That's uncanny. I know. <laughs> He, he he was foreshadowing. Anyway, so um, Cheshire Gato. Oh, that's cute, Cheshire Gato. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Yes. It reflects the diversity of our Disneyland yes, listeners. Exactly, right? Um, mm-hmm. Writes, just walking towards the castle and going down Main Street on my first morning there. I'm just so happy to be there. World of Color really got me during the Lion King scene. I totally lost it seeing that scene with the sounds and lights. And her name is really Ashley. And then uh, Disney Jamie California puts um, that she likes the um, flag retreat. She says every single time, especially when they ask any service member present yep. to stand. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what I, I get you. also. Uh, you're, you're, you're giving me cold chills just talking about it. So It's yeah. it's just truly moving. As I mention it often enough, but it's something. And she also says the castle lighting the snow during the holidays, walking mm. through the castle first thing in the morning with the music playing um, brings tears. Four M's puts the Christmas time fireworks with the snow at the end really Oh, got yeah. Me. Oh, yeah. That's, that's big on my list. Yeah. I'd love to see that again sometime. She says, I hate it when something makes you cry when you least expect it. Standing <laughs> in the middle of the park, trying not to tear up like an idiot. Disney Dream, she's a regular on our boards, but Remember Dreams Come True gets me every time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially the section with the, with the opening day speech. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, Disney Marvel Star Wars has a bunch. <clears throat> Excuse me. Any of the fireworks shows believe in holiday magic has me crying without shame every time. And Remember Dreams Come True when Peter Pan says, I wish we'd never have to grow up. And when Aladdin says, Jeannie, I wish for your freedom. Oh. Well, I'm crying now just thinking about it. Shoot, I'm tearing up <laughs> yeah. reading these. Uh, the finale to Fantasmic, that's another one that gets me. Uh, great moments with Mr. Lincoln, especially the portraits at the exit. Oh. It's a small world, soaring over California. The lobby of the animation building. Uh, scenes like um, Baby Mine with Dumbo. Mm-hmm. Yep. That gets me with the magical fireworks when they play that. I remember standing there with my daughter Kelly, and she was sitting there with she. Kelly never cries, and she had tears in her eyes during that scene. Um, anything having to do with Walt seeing his apartment or the partner statue or hearing his speeches, and one that's gone now, Golden Dreams in DCA. I sobbed every time. Oh, I really yeah. like that one. Oh, Daddy. I know, me yeah, too. Yeah. I, I wish they could have kept it someplace. Well, there's pages and pages of of uh, recollections and and things at the Disneyland Resort that bring people to tears. But now I'm going to ask you guys. I'll start with uh, Michael. Oh gosh, um, a lot have already been said, like the flag retreat ceremony, especially when our son participates in it. Oh wow! Since he's in the Navy. I mean, because that just makes yeah. us so proud. Yeah. Um, How do you not sob during that? <laughs> I know. I know, especially the first time when, you know, his family was with him, his little girl yeah. was there and all that. That was neat. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, also with Remember Dreams Come True, but for me, the, the moving part is when they have all the characters, like, uh, you know, Peter Pan, you know, you know, says, you know, 
here we go and um, right. off the Neverland and Pinocchio says talks about being a real boy because that just all those characters just make me so happy you know hearing them and anything patriotic you know and and the Main Street Electrical Parade that just always again because it just makes me so happy right and um, you know that the music and and everything about it so so those are some That's- of mine. Nancy? Oh, gosh, there's a couple. Um, like you guys, in the in Remember, the uh, when the kids start singing the song, and I can't remember exactly what it is, but Zoe sings it, and, and she and I sing it together, and that just uh, gets me all in pieces. Um, one thing somebody hasn't mentioned about Mr. Lincoln is when they added the already tear-jerking oh, golden dream. Oh, oh the yeah. two brothers. Two brothers gets me every time. Yeah. Um, that song and then when they Golden break Dreams, into Golden yeah. Dream yeah. but there's one part that gets me the most and that's when they show Jim Henson and uh, I just lose it I every time I see Jim Henson uh-huh. because I remember going to the parks in Florida right after he died and uh, you know going to his footprints and his handprints uh, um, at MG, Disney MGM back then, Disney Hollywood Studios now. Um, another one, I agree, you know, I love being in the animation building in that main area when, you know, the tracks are going and stuff. Um, you know, it just, it depends. You know, watching my daughter get so brave on Little Mermaid now, she's not scared of Flotsam and Jetsam anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she wants to ride in her own clamshell. Oh. And I mean, Zoe's been wanting to ride in her own clamshell for a long time, but but for Lily to be that brave now, she was so scared of Ursula when that ride opened. So scared. And how much they just love it. So... So, yeah, I have lots and lots of memories. You know, coming down the park with them when they were little the first time. You know, watching the first time they tracked um, Small small World cracks, you know, tears me up sometimes, too. Because, you know, watching Zoe when she was five months old, all of a sudden tracking the ceiling and the sides. And anybody who's ever had a five-month-old knows that when they can track that many visuals, at the same time, that they're developing really fast. So, just little milestones. It's all the little milestones. Yeah. That you can measure against their um, oh, attractions. Oh, today, if anybody's, if anybody's looked at my Facebook page today, my husband tagged the girls. He took their picture at the, uh, at the doorway right. to... To the White Rabbit's house, and how big, and then he put up a picture of Lily from two years ago, and how different. So, I just, it makes me all, <laughs> it makes me all, all verklempt. <laughs> I can believe it. Um, Tom, what about you? What gets um, you when you go? Uh, well, of course, the flag routine, of course, that one, that one, I, 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 the first note plays, and I'm getting emotional on that one. Um, like I said, the the Walt speech and Remember Dreams Come True. Um, one lately that not not really emotional, but gets gets into my heart is the princess section of Mickey and the Magical Map. Oh yeah, that's really nice. Oh. I mean, it's just it's, it's just it's just intense. Um, 
I it's, can't it's think. The- yeah. It's the beauty of the music that they yes, put in these attractions. Yeah. Like yeah. Just, you know, like, like, you guys- like my, my favorite part of, of Remember Dreams Come True is the little musical interlude in the middle where they play Shenandoah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that piece. That's like, it's like totally just thrown in there, but that's like, that's, I, I always have to like hum along to it. Yeah. Oh, that's remember- so funny you say that because the last time I I saw that um, fireworks show, I was mm-hmm. with Leah's um, children right. when she and David were eating dinner, mm-hmm. and we were watching it, and that song came up, and I started to tear up, and I was thinking to myself, really, yeah, right. really, right. gonna cry right. now, you know, you're, you're yeah. here um, having fun with the kids and everything like that, but it just, yeah. just it's the music and, and, and the way fireworks fall is and, just so beautiful. And you know what's funny? I didn't know the name of that song until we talked about it that one night we went to Big Thunder Ranch Barbecue. I thought it was just something, some song that they wrote for Remember Dreams Come True. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Well, you know, they used that song also in the very first 4th of July, special 4th of July, um, a couple years ago when they had to quit it early. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And I tell you, that, had they not stopped it early, I think that would have been the biggest baller ever. Because this year's fireworks show is crap compared to this. Wow. What about you, Mary Jo? What's yours? Um, definitely flag retreat, as you right. guys have heard over the year. And then um, also when it's snowing after the Christmas uh-huh. oh, yeah. fireworks. But more so than what gets me every time is when I see a dad carrying his child on his shoulders and they're watching a parade and the smiles on their faces. Uh-huh. Or just children interacting with the characters and parents. Just being so happy there. I, I right. really tear up when I yeah. see families having a good time at the park and just mm-hmm. think, God, he, Walt Disney really gave us such a gift, um, when he, when he created this, when he created it and made it happen. So stuff like that, yeah. um, makes me tear up. Yeah. There. Yeah, but funny. for anybody who's like, go ahead. I, no, I, I saw, Star Trek for the second time yesterday, and I, and I enjoyed part of the thing is you know they show San Francisco where I grew up and what it's going to look like in two centuries, and I <laughs> sit there and I think I wonder what Disneyland looks like two <laughs> centuries from now. <laughs> well, they'll still have the Tiki Room yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> under new management. The, no, that, no, that would be a fun little segment: Disneyland in two hundred years. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. But for anybody who'd like to uh, join in or or see um, some ideas of things that really um, will touch you at the Disneyland, Disneyland Resort, go to the show notes, and Tom will have a link um, to that particular thread yep, in our definitely. little corner of the Diz. Excellent. Thank you, Mary Jo. Thank you, everyone. Um, I will see you in a week, and we'll do okay. this all again. So, Tom, will your heart <laughs> go on? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> why do they always sing that song on cruise ships? That's just like, why would you do that? That'd be like playing Poseidon Adventure in the in the theater. Anyway, that is going to do it for the yeah, exactly. That is going to do it for the segment of the Diz Unplug. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland shows this week, and of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>